Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 278. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off Road Andy. Yes, hello. Thanks for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our entertainment podcast right after this. All right, Andy, not a lot to get into today in terms of uh, subjects, but should we kick it off with uh, NBA? Yeah, a lot of NBA to cover, but just last week we were NBA. like, Durant staying put. Now it's like, uh, is he? Uh... Yeah, I don't even remember where we last yet. Kyrie had opted in, and then it was like, all right, everything's fine. And then it was like, actually, they both want to be traded. And then now it's like, eh, there's probably not a good deal, so they're probably just going to keep them and force them to, you know, sit out or whatever is going to happen. Do a, do a Ben Simmons, who is their current teammate right now. So Ridiculous. Yeah, it's a weird situation because, yeah, the Nets are saying, why would we uh, make a trade for some? We'll just wait it out, see what happens, see if we can uh, get something good out of a team. And then on the other side, there's no team wants to part with any of their key players in any of these deals, which is like you kind of have to, so. Uh, it seems like a stalemate at this point, but can the Lakers send LeBron in return for Durant? I think LeBron is a no trade. He could block it and say, "Actually, I don't want to do that." He can so, block it. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, there's not really a lot yeah. of deals. Like they're saying, the Raptors, the Raptors won't include any of their like best players, which is like, well, you kind of have to. And they're like, well, no. Can we just not include any? Our yeah, best we'll give players? you the water boy <laughs> yeah. and Fred Van Fleet's little brother. Yeah, so it's there's a stalemate here. The Suns are the same thing. The Suns are like, well, yeah, we're, obviously we're not giving up Devin Booker, but we don't even want to give up Bridges. And all we have to offer is we can do a signing trade for Aiton, who doesn't want to play for the Suns. And it's like, well, who really wants that? So, yeah, a bit of a, a stalemate here. So nothing uh, new to report on the Kevin Durant-Kyrie front. Uh doesn't seem like any deals are in, imminent, but... Because I'm saying that, that means tomorrow there'll be something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, probably. Actually, well, breaking yeah. news. <laughs> uh, we can cover that next week then. But uh, we did have the start of free agency. Um, so I'm actually going to start with a couple of the, the big trades uh, before we get into actual free agency stuff. So uh, the first big trade was DeJounte Murray going to the Hawks, which had been in the works for a while. Some people thought it was going to happen before the draft. Uh, the Spurs don't want to be mediocre anymore it's they're not going anywhere with that they don't want to be the 10th place team so uh they're here trading their best player to get worse so uh in return from the hawks they're getting uh three first first round picks uh 23 25 and 27 um so that's sending them up for the future they can use those picks to add players whenever they do this rebuild uh popovich is old but he's ready to go forward with this rebuild um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see some other players from the Spurs find their way into trades because, uh, they're not trying to be good. They're trying to be as bad as possible and maybe get the number one pick. That seems to be a goal with, uh, the San Antonio Spurs and their immediate future. And then with the, yeah, with the Hawks there, uh, adding another ball handler and with Trey Young, I think that the thought is, um, because Trey Young's such a good shooter that he could play, um, in like what Curry does where, yeah, Curry brings the ball up a lot, but he also runs off screens all the time and is a nightmare. So you can uh, do that with uh, Murray and Trey Young playing together. Um, Murray was great last year. He was an all-star for the first time. I think he had almost 10 assists per game. Um, but, you know, he's now going to a team that uh, has a guy who shoots a lot, has the ball a lot. So um, 
And then there's that counterpart trade to this where the Hawks then traded uh, Kevin Herter to the Kings uh, because again, just making room for another, they can't have too many guards still. So um, I think it's a nice get for the Kings to get a, a decent player for not much because um, the Hawks were just looking to dump them. So um, yeah, I think the Hawks are happy with where they are here. Now they have two all-stars in the backcourt and then see what they can do with all the rest of their forwards. But um, they did include Daniel Gallinari as part of this trade, who was uh, like immediately bought out by the Spurs, so they had no interest in uh, a 30-something Italian guy who doesn't really uh, do much but just shoot. So um, it seem, He seems like the kind of player would be perfect for the Spurs, but again, they're not trying to win games. So um, I believe Gallinari went to the Celtics after being released, so. Uh, he'll stay there and just sit in a corner somewhere and shoot. Um, Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, it's a nice role, and he's definitely capable of doing that. Uh, and then the the big trade, I think the I'd say the bigger trade here, uh, Rudy Gobert finally leaving Utah. Um, so much has been made the last couple of years about that team and how they've fallen apart, and how Rudy Gobert gave COVID to the world, and so everyone hates him. And then how he can't actually guard. He's a great defensive player, but he can't uh, guard guards. So when you go small, it really neutralizes his effect. And then he doesn't punish the people inside. There's all he's just one of the more controversial players there is out there right now. That um, some of the the numbers show that he's just super impactful. He's such a good interior defender that he makes your team so great. But uh, they haven't had the playoff success to really back that up. So, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of different takes on Rudy Gobert. And I think Utah did the right thing of saying, well, let's just, let's leave, take it out of our hands. Um, we're not go, we're not getting any better. I think they peaked two years ago, but, uh, Conley is, is older now and he's just not going to really contribute anymore. Joe Ingles died that one last wow. year and he's just gone. So it's just a different team. So uh, they pulled the trigger. They traded Rudy Gobert to the Minnesota Timberwolves for first-round picks in in 23, 25, 27, and 29. So that's one extra pick uh, versus uh, DeJounte Murray there. That's Um, just crazy. And that that 2029 pick is actually going to be top five protected, but the other ones are not. And they get the first uh, tickets to see Avatar 8 (laughs) at that point. Because 2029 is a is a long time from now, so there's no guarantee who will be anywhere. Might even be team. a planet then. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't really know. So Minnesota is really like going into the future here with these picks. Um, but you can see they're trying to build something. Carl Anthony Towns, not an interior defender, despite being a really big guy. So they needed interior defense. They got it here with Rudy Gobert. He's the best there is at that. Uh, they'll play two big guys together, I'm sure, uh, which will be interesting. Well, how will Towns guard some fours? But I guess the idea is it doesn't matter because Rudy Gobert cleans everything up at the end there. So, um, yeah, I want to see how this team works out. Uh, Anthony Edwards, maybe he just keeps getting better and better, and they'll be a really good regular season team. And then we'll have to see how they do in the playoffs when everyone says they found the key to neutralizing Rudy Gobert. It's just play five guards. Will that actually work? Uh, with the new team, I think uh, Rudy Gobert is owed uh, a chance to prove everyone wrong here. So, uh, but it is a lot to give up. They also Minnesota also had to give up some players to match money. So they gave up Malik Beasley, 
uh, Pat Beverly and Jared Vanderbilt. So those are three guys part of the rotation, not not their top two guys, but they're all part of the rotation. Pat Beverly, of course, thinks he deserves all the credit for getting the T-Wolves back to the playoffs this year um, because he all his teams always make the playoffs. Um, I think it just happens to be circumstance rather than his unique talent, but you know, I still, I still believe in what Patrick Beverly brings to teams. But yeah, he's a pit bull. Um, yeah, I don't know if he's going to be bringing that to Utah. I, he doesn't seem like a kind of guy that belongs in the city of Salt Lake. Um, he's definitely a candidate to be bought out. I think he only has one year on his deal, and then he can go play for uh, a team. He'll go play whoever plays the most games against James Harden or something, right? Yeah, because I want to be the maximum amount of of annoying. Um, but yeah, I want to play for a good team versus I don't know what Utah even is right now. Um, they still have Donovan Mitchell, but that's now up in the air. You could see them saying, "Well, really, we're really going to rebuild and we'll trade Mitchell here because um, Danny Ainge is kind of running the team there." And Danny Ainge, <clears throat> ten years ago, traded Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett to the Nets when they weren't when they were uh, kind of declining. And uh, basically rebuilt the Celtics franchise. Um, they got out of that trade. They got a bunch of future picks, which ended up being <clears throat> Jason Tatum and uh, Jalen Brown. So uh, maybe that's what uh, Utah will do here. And they trade Mitchell for some future picks from some other teams. And, you know, 10 years later, you find yourself with a nice core. Um, I don't think the fans want to wait that long, but I think it was uh, time for this Utah team and just not going any further than what where they got so uh so yeah those are the two big trades now we got all the free agency stuff so not a lot of new players leaving for new teams a lot of big money extensions i'm gonna i'm gonna list them Crazy out here stuff you are gonna be shocked if upset. you don't know them but okay so if you already you're already upset you're already coming into this upset so you know uh first off zach levine going back to the bulls five years 215 million um yeah don't do the math just don't worry about it uh next up Nicole Jokic sticking with the nuggets five years 264 million so this is the highest ever um makes sense in his final year I think he'll be pulling in over that's like the whole net worth of his country it is it is insane just how much I saw something that said six years ago Mike Conley signed the richest deal ever in NBA history and it was like 130 million. Mike so we basically, it was it's just because it's timing. It's all about timing because everyone always gets the most they can get. Um, so yeah, obviously Jokic deserves it. Two-time MVP absolutely deserves to be the highest paid player in the NBA right now. Um, but he's going to be the highest paid player just barely. There's going to be a lot of other guys that are going to be making very similar amounts because just everyone gets paid. And we'll see here uh, as I continue to name some of these people. Um, after that, I have uh, John Morant signed his extension with the Grizzlies. Five years, $193 million, uh, That could go up to $231 million if he uh, makes some all-star teams or all-NBA teams. Uh, there's a, I believe it came from Derrick Rose. That it was like this rule that like could get younger players uh, bigger extensions if they uh, you know, win big awards. So. Um, Unreal. A lot of money. Uh, next up, uh, this one is probably the one that'll kill you. Carl uh, Anthony Towns. He's he's going to build something here with the Minnesota Timberwolves. Four years, $224 million. So that is um, more money than Levine at one last oh. year. 
So that is um what fifty five six million a year. Yeah, uh, it's a it's a lot of money. If he's making that in a career, you'd be like, what an amazing career he had to make that much money. It's pretty unreal. Um, like Jordan was probably getting like. $223,000 a year or something. Now, Jordan, in, in the end, was actually getting way above uh, like what was normal because he was Michael Jordan. And he was like, well, you're only going to pay me a couple of years, right? I'm coming back. So I think Jordan was making $30 million a year in the late 90s. And it took a long time for anyone to get back up to $30 million again. But I mean, now, now we've, just, we've blown way past it. We're everyone. Like, Fuck it. Yeah. Um, all right, this next guy. Here's the great thing: is you don't even have to play basketball to get these extensions. Because be the water boy, Zion Williamson, oh. same extension as John Morant. They were the same draft, one and two. Uh, John Morant's actually played games, though. I don't know if you noticed that, but he's actually out there on the court. Um, Zion just hasn't been. But well, yeah, he was assigned a body that works. Yeah. So Zion, uh, he's he's not going to be eligible for that 231 million possibility though, because he doesn't have the re- the record yet to. I think you have to make multiple years of all NBA teams or something. So Williamson's just not going to get there. Uh, so he's locked in at that 193. Uh, but that's pretty nice. He's going to be making $40 million a year and um, hasn't played in two years. Hasn't really proven himself. And he's like, I absolutely never wanted to leave New Orleans. I love New Orleans, of course. He he took this deal right away. Five-year guarantee. And like, absolutely. Yeah. He's, he's not going to turn that shit down when he doesn't even know if he uh, will be a be able to walk we just don't have we seen him walk we don't even know yeah who knows i hope to see him you know surface like tmz photos i'm like oh look at look at him looking you know frail for a word he's oh, yeah. probably been used well there's uh, that uh, picture him. of picture of luca this week was like look he's got biceps like he didn't just the season didn't end and he just didn't start like going to buffets like that's a nail. yeah so, um, yeah, some of these guys just have to get older and mature. I don't know. Uh, but Zion Williamson has plenty of money now to buy all the food he wants. So let's hope he's not doing that. Yeah, he's got to do the reverse of Chet yeah. Holmgren. Yeah. Slow it down. All right. And then um, another one of your favorites signed a equivalent deal to Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, Devin Booker, staying <laughs> with the Suns, four years, 225, $224 million. Yep, a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's what I said. Just everyone gets, they get what you can. Um, everyone's signing the max. I don't think Devin Booker is a top 20 player in my mind, but it's like, well, he's cool, I guess. And he's just going to make tons and tons of money. Um, like what is Brandon Ingram making? Probably you know? like 32. Because whenever he got to sign his first extension, that's just what it was back then. So, um, so in like five years, it'll be you know, five hundred thousand or five hundred million dollars, and then in yeah. fifteen years, it'll be a billion dollars. Yeah, I think that's 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 a reality here. So that's yeah, disgusting. so Ingram is set to make thirty two this year, thirty four the next year, and thirty six after that. So that's why you always give them the max because it ends up being like low by the time it's done. Like, like that's why the Celtics are pretty well set up. Uh, when I checked that they. I mean, they have a huge payroll next year, but all these guys are kind of locked in at lower numbers like Tatum. So Tatum is only 30 next year and 32 the next and 35 th- two years from now when it's probably the max salary is going to be a hundred million, you know, yeah, and he's, he's only 17 yeah. years old. Yeah. And they got, uh, you got 
Marcus Smart locked in, only making twenty million three years from now. Derek White making twenty oh, million. God, man, jeez, he has. To, I bet he commutes. No, he's yeah, he's pissed. Yeah, I, <laughs> so I should have signed a one year deal. Just keep signing one year deals again. Um, of course, they like those guarantees there. Um, then the last big extension, uh, Bradley Beal with the Wizards, five years, two hundred fifty one million. So this is just a little bit below Jokic, but a huge, huge total dollar amount. For a guy who's, I don't know, he's good. He averaged 30 points a game two years ago, but that's because someone needed to score, I guess. He's a nice player, but he's not hes not one of the top 20 players. He's a good shooting guard. I don't know. He's, he's probably, he might be better than Booker. Booker's on a better team, so he's a little more famous right now, but it just it's so much money. It's not going to make a difference for the Wizards. The Wizards are very mediocre. Keeping him, I don't know what that does for you, but. You just have to you have to pay these guys because this fifty million will be a bargain two years from now. So why not just do it? I guess that's the, the logic with everyone here. That's hideous. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's like the only uh, you know job market that's keeping up with the inflation. I guess. Yeah. No, the salaries on the, the NBA is way past inflation. It's, it's like I said, if if uh, Conley's max was half of it six years ago, so it's like we've. It's been twice, 100% inflation over six years or something like that. So, I remember when um, when LeBron and Bosch signed with the Heat, the max contract was like 15 million dollars. But I think that was after because that was right after the um, financial crisis and everything. So it was like kind of depressed. But yeah, it's like we've come such a long way. Ridiculous. All right. Well, now I got some uh, players who uh, resigned with their current teams, so they're. Coming back, including uh, Kevon Looney, who we thought might leave. Yeah. Uh, he ended up staying at three years, $26 million, so he's getting a nice little raise. It's a, more than enough money to live on, so congratulations to him. Uh, Tyus Jones staying with the Grizzlies, so the Grizzlies giving a lot, a lot of money to point guards, so he's getting uh, two years, $30 million. Uh, Oladipo staying with the Heat, one year, $11 million. That could be a good deal for the Heat because that guy was an all-star at one point, and now he's kind of just a bench player for them, but coming back from injury. I guess high risk because he has this injury history, but not a lot to give uh, to someone with his talent. Uh, Bobby Portis staying with the Bucks four years, forty nine million. Uh, that's good for him. He took a very cheap deal last year because he's like, I want to run it back with the the title team here, and I don't think he got as much as he should have, and now he's getting paid here. Um, forty nine million is, is that'll set up his family. That's nice. Uh, Mitchell Mitchell Robinson staying with the Knicks four years, sixty million. Uh, Lou Dort staying with the Thunder five years, eighty-eight million. A ton of money for a guy who uh, really sucked like three years ago. It's like this guy sucks. Like maybe he can play a little bit of defense, but um, he just completely turned his career around as being a really big contributor there. Uh, and then Anthony Simons staying with the Blazers, Blazers four years, hundred million. So a lot of money for uh, I don't know a sixth man type. Uh, Yusuf Nurkic also staying with the Blazers. I can't see him play for any other team. Like I just lives there. It's just that's his that's his thing. So he's getting uh, seventy million over four years. So that's uh, the Blazers. Not a very good team last year. Giving a lot of money to players that were still playing with them last year. So uh, and then the last guy I got here, Chris Boucher of the Raptors, staying three years, thirty six million. So uh, now we've got the te- players who've actually left for new teams, and it is not a great list here. So not a whole lot of excitement in players changing teams. Uh, first off, Goran Dragic going to the Bulls. Dragic is like 42 years old at this point, but I, he's still a presence, I guess. Uh, everyone always thought, always thought he would go play with Luka because they're from the same country, but no, he's going going to Chicago. 
Um, John Wall did officially sign with the Clippers, two years, $13 million. I'm happy about that, but that, we already talked about that last week. That was pretty expected. Uh, Joe Ingles signed with the Bucks. So Ingles is annoying, uh, but he, I think he provides something more than his basketball talent would indicate. Uh, he's going to a very good team. He'll annoy people in the playoffs so as long as he doesn't get hurt. I'll, I'll, we'll see him there, I'm sure. So, uh, the Kyle Anderson, of uh, formerly of UCLA, played with the Spurs and the Grizzlies. Uh, he's going to Minnesota with that with that new team there with uh, Gobert. Two years, eighteen million. Uh, and then the big, the only really big free agent deal that we've seen uh, for a guy changing teams is uh, Jalen Brunson going to the Knicks. Four years, one hundred four million. A uh, lot of controversy with this one that everyone seems to think that he knew he was going to the Knicks well before the season was over. His dad, Rick Brunson, got hired as an assistant coach with the Knicks. His agent, um, his agent's dad is the Knicks GM. Longtime agent Leon Rose is actually the GM now at the Knicks. So everyone thought this was uh, a done deal, and uh, they were right. So Jalen Brunson leaving the Mavericks, uh, really, really key for them. This whole season is just another ball handler, another scorer there. Uh, when Luca would be uh, either injured or you know just on the floor, he was their leader there and um, had a nice playoffs and turned that into a, a nice contract there. So twenty five million a year for a guy who's played most of his games off the bench. But I think he's good. I always I liked him when he went to Villanova. I liked him coming out of Villanova, but he was a later first round pick. But uh, he'll get an opportunity there with the Knicks. Um, the Knicks also signed uh, Isaiah Hartenstein, backup center for the Clippers. He'll be, he will he will be missed. Uh, he's getting two years at sixteen million. Um, yeah, I didn't think he'd be back with the Clippers. They couldn't they could not match that offer. They didn't have the uh, legal right to give him that much money because he was a minimum free agent last year. So they can only offer him a certain amount more than that. Uh, was the rules? It's there's some weird complicated rules. So. Uh, I thought he would go try to get paid, and he did. That's nice. $16 million over two years, and that's set him up for the rest of his life right there. Uh, so congratulations, Hardenstein. You uh, you deserve it. Woo. Um, this next one is puzzling to me. P.J. Tucker going to Philly, teaming back up with uh, James Harden. Three years, $33 million. Um, P.J. Tucker's 37 years old, so he signed a deal to play till he's 40. P.J. Tucker seemed done a couple years ago. Um, the Rockets ended up trading him to the Bucks, and I was like, "This guy's done. What are you guys doing?" And he played a lot of minutes for that Bucks team, and he seemed done. Uh, he couldn't. He was just there because he was tough, I guess. But it was like, this guy can't really shoot the corner three anymore. He really can't stay in front of anyone on defense. But he's he's tough and he's a leader. So, I mean, I don't I don't credit him for them winning the championship that year. I think Giannis deserves the credit there, but. Uh, Tucker ended up leaving, uh, going to the Heat, and the Heat were the number one seed this year, and he played well. So he is getting one with the final contract here. It's a lot to give to a guy who he could be done by the time training camp starts. I, who knows? But um, I think Harden wanted his guys there. Uh, they're also rumored to uh, be trying to get Eric Gordon um, so they get a, a full reunion there in Philly. Um, we'll see if that happens, but. Yeah, when you can, you know, put together that team again, that's a great idea because that team never would choke in the playoffs or, you know, you'll miss like 28 straight threes or anything like that. You'd never see something like that. So, 
Yeah. Um, another kind of surprising one, Gary Payton the second. Um, so that we saw that the, the Warriors retained Looney. We thought he would leave. Um, but now the opposite happened. Gary Payton the second left for Portland. Three years, twenty-eight million. So whoa. Um yeah, what a what a nice little run. It seemed like, well, this guy's never gonna leave. He's perfect for this team. He just plays hard defense. You don't need shooting because uh, you have so much of it. It's just a perfect little role. And he's Gary Payton's son. Gary Payton is an Oakland legend. Just makes sense for him to play here. Um will nope, be close by when they reopen the the Supersonics. Sure. I mean I'm, did Gary Payton go to – I mean, Gary Payton, the senior, went to Oregon State. Did his son go to Oregon State too? Uh, yes, he did. So I guess he is going a little – legacy. Yeah, he has some uh, history there. Um, yeah, so that's probably when, one reason he wanted to go to uh, Portland there. But uh, I don't know what Portland's doing. Portland, this is not going to put them over the top here. They're still not that good. I know they can always look to the excuse of, well, Lillard didn't play much last year. That's why we sucked. But – uh, they're building their team here with Lillard and Gary Payton the second and Nurkic. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't love it there. Uh, kind of a weird signing. I think he, he think he should have gone and signed either resign with the Warriors or find another good team that you can be an eighth man on and play some good playoff minutes. But, uh, the last guy I have here, uh, Malik Monk, going to the Kings, two years, nineteen million. I think Malik Monk might have been the third best player in the Lakers last year. <laughs> This just seems like a really underrated signing that they just let him go because the Lakers need players. Um, <laughs> I think the Lakers did sign some like little pieces and stuff, but they let a lot of people go. I have no idea what that team looks like next year. Hopefully, a good one. <laughs> I don't think I know. I don't think there's any chance it's going to be good um, unless Anthony Davis plays like 108 games. They just let him play. He clones himself and he plays two positions. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know if Carmelo or Dwight Howard or any of those guys are coming back. Um, but yeah, Malik Monk is not coming back. I thought he was a key player from last year, but yep. So the Kings have him now. Um, and then I have the last NBA story here. Not a good one. Uh, one of the, one of the key free agents left. So Miles miles bridges with the, uh, Charlotte Hornets. He's a restricted free agent. Like moments before free agency was set to start, the story was, yeah, he'll get his extension. Similar to all those guys we, we mentioned before, he'll get a big extension from Charlotte. He's one of their best guys. He's ready for his, his first real money here. It's, it's, in the, it's in the bag here. It's all set to go. We just need to wait for uh, midnight or whatever, and we can sign the papers. Um, but, yeah, on the eve of free agency, he is arrested by the LAPD. Uh, charged Whoa. with domestic assault. His wife posted pictures on Instagram. Uh, not good. He, I guess, he's been very, he's been abusive to her. For expect this from the long, NFL, Andy. yeah, a long time. This is this is a big deal. You don't see, you don't see it this clear cut that he was just like immediately arrested. The proof is right there. She showed the pictures of her bruises and everything, and it's just like this sucks. I mean, this guy. This guy's done, right? He's done. Like it's just, it's over. This guy was gonna sign hundred millions of dollars, and he could go play in like Croatia or something. They don't, they don't want to bring people in like that. How would they know? Um, they do background checks. No, Croatia's a real country. China will take them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to make any statements about what China accepts or doesn't accept. But yeah, pretty, pretty awful. Just like, what the fuck, man? What is wrong with you? Like, how is and how how do you get away with that for so long? 
Um, just no one notices. I understand why a woman stays silent and doesn't want to, you know. But, like, if you're his teammate, you play with him the last four years, you're like, how did I not see this guy's just a huge fucking asshole? Um, just a terrible, rotten person. Very sad. So, um, yeah, not good for the Charlotte Hornets for their basketball future. He wasn't an all-star, but he was pretty good. And they weren't a very good team, and you're just taking another guy away from them. So uh, they'll probably be in the running for worst record again. So what a what is just an awful story. So yeah, woof. Yeah, and I don't know if I want to end. The, I don't want to end this podcast on there. So good thing we have another. We have the uh, NFL. Yeah, which which is you know never has anything terrible uh, going on with it. But um, no, this is also another. Related to a terrible story, also involving Charlotte in a way here. Um, Baker Mayfield finally traded, going to the Panthers, the Carolina Panthers. So uh, Baker Mayfield was the number one overall pick. He was the quarterback for the Browns the last four years. But they didn't, uh, a little dissatisfied with with his play last year. And um, the Browns made a big move to bring in Deshaun Watson, who is a perfect human being, never assaulted a woman in his life. Um, so just a great trade for them. Um, no, actually, he uh, Deshaun Watson might not even play this year because just it gets worse and worse with him. Um, the NFL has not completed their investigation. Uh, but yeah, when Mayfield found out that he was being replaced, he immediately said, I'm not playing for this team anymore. I don't care. I don't care what happens. So uh, they've been trying to work out a trade for a long time. Uh, the problem is Mayfield makes a lot of money this next year. And does he have any positive value when you factor in what he's getting paid so uh, he ended up only going for a fifth round pick in 2024 that's what the trade ended up being so uh, not a whole lot uh so now i don't know what that means for the panthers qb situation if they're it's going to be a battle i think they they drafted a guy i think in the second or third round we also still have sam darnold a local kid uh still on their roster um but yeah it's it's not his fault, but Baker Mayfield, I think, will always be now tied to Deshaun Watson, um, unless he like becomes a, a real star player again. But um, it's always the reason he's not with the Browns is because Deshaun Watson exists, and um, yeah, it's just shitty. It's all around the NFL still can't get away from all that stuff. So trouble always. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, anything else to add? Uh to the sports pod or the NFL bit? No, I'm sorry. I don't have a nice positive story for you. Woof. All right. Well, you've been listening to uh, episode 278 of the Tony Steak Podcast. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we had off-road Andy. Yes, thank you. We'll see you later.